This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine people that support us through Patreon.com backslash Red Bull Rant. Head on over there to support us and get exclusive content when we fucking feel like it. We want to send a special thanks to Chris Adamick, the Mave, Mave Dartina, as Pierre, Eddie Delecto, and Jeremiah Dempster. As always, thanks, guys. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the Shouldn't Have Friends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Truman, and this is episode 438, More of the Lame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not <clears throat> fun to watch. No. Do we, do we think it was going to be fun at all? Honestly, like we both, neither of us predicted a win. You were being super positive with the draw. I was. I, what the hell was I thinking? That was pretty. That was pretty stupid on my part. You were thinking if the Red Bulls pull it off, I'm going to look like a genius here. That's what you're thinking. Whoops. Uh, so Red Bulls traveled to Real Salt Lake, lost three to one, which I think is their worst road win of the year. Loss. Road loss. Wow. So they only won once on the road anyway. Uh, road loss of the year. And as I said to you in our group chat. The fucking Red Bulls couldn't even lose two to one to help me out. Nope. All right. Before we give our thoughts, you have the. Uh... Boom. Got him. Tweets. Bam. Uh, just a couple of them right here. Of course, our friend Eddie Pierre Delecto said, my brain felt like it just shut off in the second half and then just turned into incessant yelling because that was insanity inducing in many ways. Rough, 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 rough loss. We say this and then they'll tease us in the dumbest way out of the LC group stage and do a stupid run. Eddie, I wouldn't get your hopes up for that one, but I mean, I know I'm not. Uh, and of course, our friend Ruchesco said, we've reached a point where Burke and Van Zier made Barlow feel like an impact sub. The problem is bigger than Lewis Morgan's whatever, get well soon, when our odds-on golden boot favorite is Frankie Lampard de Cali Amaya. God, I miss Fabio. Fabio. I wish I had that as I wish I had that as a sound effect. Oh, Fabio. How is Frankie Amaya here our, our leading scorer at the moment? Yeah. But and he did it he did it in like what four weeks, I think? Or four yeah. matches. It's not even like it spread out over the season. Yeah. <sighs> so let's get into the likes and dislikes. You can go first. What do you dislike the most about this one? Uh the game was over two minutes in. It's it's the easiest thing. Two minutes in, goal, and you just like went, yeah, okay, this this is over. This is over. You you just you get that sinking feeling right off the bat, and then you realize you still had eighty eight plus minutes to watch, um, which was just, uh, it was dreadful. It was it was painful to watch. Thank God I only had it on my laptop, um, and not on the big screen. But it was an absolute brutal 
brutal game to watch. Um, but just knowing that your gut, your gut's been torn out at two minutes in, you're like, cool. All right. Guess I'll half pay attention now. Yeah. I honestly consider putting a video game on and just putting the, the game on my cell phone. But then I remembered I have problems watching the game on my cell phone. So I was like, I guess I got to deal with this on the big screen. Yeah. Uh, my dislike is going to be that we scored and we couldn't even play one goal game for more than a few minutes. A minute, right? I think it was, it was, a it was it that quick. It was uh, Frankie in the 80th and Savarino in the 81st. So there you go. Okay, fuck. Couldn't even hold it for two minutes. It's fucking embarrassing! Yep. I'm not ex- I wasn't expecting them to all of a sudden get a second goal and tie the game up. But just the adage is when you score, the other team is more vulnerable because you just hurt them. And what the fuck do the Red Bulls do? Yeah. They hurt you. That's what they did. I kind I kind of feel like and, and it probably isn't, but I kind of feel like this was a worse loss than the Orlando loss. Because at least in the Orlando game, we had the referee took Reyes out of the game when he shouldn't have. We got a penalty kick that probably shouldn't have been a penalty kick. Um, or I forget how that one is, but they, one of the goals was a penalty kick. One of them was when we were chasing the game, down a man and two goals down. Like That one basically was out of our hands after Reyes came off the field. There's no excuse for this. We didn't lose a player. Like Nobody was in, in danger of getting sent off the field. Right. I don't know. The only thing I'm grateful for at this point is the fact that we have League's Cup because it means we don't deal with MLS. Like, if we lose, great. It doesn't matter for any anything because, what, we, we're going to somehow miraculously win League's Cup and win a $10 million purse? Like, come on. Give me a break. We're, we, we'll be lucky to get out of the group stage. And I don't even know how the fuck this getting out of the group stage works for League's Cup, honestly. I don't care. So, League's Cup to me is the Open Cup to Pat. That's where I'm at right now. Oh, and it's that way in the fans, too, so don't worry about that. Yeah, and don't get get me wrong. I'll watch because it's still something to watch, but I have zero expectations going into this. My expectation is that none of our players get hurt. Because we suck with injuries. Yep, yep. We're a fucking mess. I mean, we just... Not that he was great, but we just uh, fired the head trainer because of the last three and a half year record of injuries and people that cannot come back from them. Yep. So, so that leads to my like a game, which is really nothing because I, yeah. there's nothing to take away from it. I, I mean, I, I wish I could say Frankie Maya's goal is a bright spot, but it's not because it, it was almost garbage time at the 80th minute. Yeah. And then, then Colorado woke up for like one second. It's like, oh, fuck this shit. They can't have a, a one goal. They can't only be down a goal. So this was Salt Lake. It wasn't Colorado as much as you wanted to be. Uh, whatever. It, it's a fucking team in the West, West Coast <laughs> that we never win at. So it doesn't really matter who the name is. Uh, I'll give you a big like. A big like for the night is uh, that FTR versus Bullet Club gold match on Collision was fucking amazing if you guys haven't watched it and you love wrestling you have to watch it it is awesome best two out of three falls uh top i mean it's going to be in the top probably five tag matches of the entire year oh it was so good it was so good 
Oh my is it possible? Is it on YouTube by any chance? Um, I will look right now. Because I'm pretty I, sure I don't have Collision recorded on my DVR. You should probably get to that. Probably. Even though uh, I haven't really watched wrestling in a while. I will tell you, it is not. It is. I'm not. sure I could find it somewhere. Uh, somehow go back and and watch that match. It is totally crap. And YouTube TV probably let me pick like a you can't skip the ads version kind of for the show. So, all right. Any other afterthoughts? I mean, I feel like we're just done with this game. Yeah, the game sucked. It fucking sucked, man. That that's the afterthought. Now I I, I said I was going to try to get the pain index up. I didn't, but I wish I had because I'm pretty sure this would be close to zero. Yeah. Or no, sorry, close to ten. Yeah, that's how you do it right there. That's how you do it. Was that coach going to kick the can, slipping and falling? Yeah, let's do. Let's go with that. All right, I like it. I have to make it one big soundbite because I had to splice that in on the fly and I cut coach off. I loved it. That was actually worked out great. <laughs> All right, uh, prediction contest. So Truman didn't get any points. I at least got one. So it's now seventeen to fifteen. With I don't know how many games left. I think we're still above ten. So what a war! Yeah. Uh, so now on to the leaks, the supposedly brand new tournament that we've been playing for a few years now. <laughs> I, I I I can't believe the fucking marketing. It's talking about like a new this new tournament, but they've had the Leaf Cup for like the last two years, and they've had like eight total playing in it. This is not a new tournament. I, I don't know. A new format? It, it's new format. It debuted in, in 2019. Yeah, so there you go. So it's new format. It's new something. <sighs> Let's see. How does it even work, honestly? I'm not sure how this the fucking group stage works. Uh, they play each other a few times, and then the top two teams move on, and they play another bunch of teams in a knockout, and then someone wins. Uh, and it won't be us. There we go. Boom. I just summed it up for you. That's how you sum it up. Okay. So apparently, this is going to Wikipedia. A regulation win is worth three. Loss is worth zero because, you know, people need to know what, how zero points work in soccer. Um, tie after 90 minutes in the, in the group stage, you will go to a penalty shootout where you will, if you win, you get two, and if you lose, you get one. Um. Two teams in each group advance to the round of 32. Wow. Okay. There you go. So a three-team group. We really have to do this, don't we? Yep. All right. And the best part is this tournament runs through August 19th, and I'm pretty sure – let me look it up real quick. Let's type out the schedule correctly. Uh. Oh, no. The Ripples have no official games until the 20th. Okay, let's hope we bomb out. Let's lose two games in a row, please. <laughs> I'll, I'll take almost a month off from this team nice and a month long. for them to get healthy. Yep, a nice long break. It's what they need. Just since we don't... They've done. Since we do not get an international, a true international break, let's just do this. Okay, you know what? I, I don't know Troy Troy's team listens to this, but listen, hold on. I'm going to talk to you for a second, Troy, if you do. Red Bulls 2. As many of them as you can, throw them in this. Don't let any of the regular players in. That's all. I like it. 
Except for Barlow. Uh, sure, because Barlow apparently never gets hurt. So. Yeah, just play Barlow. Maybe maybe Barlow a legend. Make him a number ten for the for the the group stage. Why not? Yeah. All right. So the first match is uh, this Saturday, July twenty second, where they will host the New England Revolution. They play at seven thirty p.m. Eastern time. Uh, as with all cup competitions, we do not do predictions, so we're not going to technically predict games. Um, what I will say is that they will play their second match of this group stage on July 30th. That's against San Luis. We will probably talk to you guys before then. And then hopefully we will not talk to you for a little bit after that. Um, What are your thoughts about having to play New England the second time in a a game that we probably shouldn't really be playing? I I stupidly feel that somehow we'll, we'll get a result out of this game. There's no reason we should, but again, it's New England at home, right? I'll I'll just keep that going. Sure, I guess. I mean, we do have a knack of, of playing them at home for some reason. Yeah. Unless unless it's the playoffs. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Well, every, every team's a problem for the Red Bulls in the playoffs. Th- sure. That doesn't, it doesn't really matter who we're playing at that point. Or where. Right. So we'll see. Uh, biggest hope is that nobody gets hurt. Really. That's yes. it. Yes. All right. Uh, New York Red Bulls 2. They lost their last match 2-1 to Philadelphia 2. Their next match is on uh, Saturday at 6 p.m. Uh, they will host or play FC Cincinnati 2. Uh, they are currently fifth in the Eastern Conference with a record of 8-6-4. Of eight, and four. I guess 8-6-4-2 because they have two, two shoot, shootout wins. Uh, that's 30 points. With a plus six goal difference. Gotham FC had the week off. They did not play. Um, but for some reason, even though the World Cup is, Women's World Cup is starting, they are playing Sunday. <laughs> uh, they will be on the road at Orlando Pride for uh, match day four of the end up. That game is uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. All right, uh, with that, it is time for an F1 update. And box now, box, box now, box for hard. Stay out, stay out, stay out. Fuck, fuck! Why, what the That's the best. That's just the yeah. best. Uh, all right, so we were off last weekend, and this weekend we are in Hungary for the uh, appropriately named Hungarian Grand Prix. So... My only gripe is that it's a 9 a.m. race on a Sunday morning, and I mean, god damn it, can't they can't they adjust the time for us? I mean, make it a nice at 10, 10:30, 9 a.m. on a Sunday. Come on, guys. Is it, how do you how do you expect to get the American market without kowtowing to our time zones? I know. Come on, Formula. Oh, you know. Uh, but you know, I mean, we talked about it the other week. But you know, you know who's debuting this weekend. <laughs> Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, and Alpha Tori. So that's going to be exciting to watch. That man is going to be smiles for miles. Uh, going to be fun to watch. Like he's not like he's not already. <laughs> like he just does. He's I think he just lives with a permanent smile on his face. Um, so we'll get to see hopefully some winning Red Bull action this weekend. That'll be the might be the only chance we get it. Uh, so again, guys, if you're not in on the Formula One thing, what what are you waiting for? Come on. 
give, give it the program. Clearly they're waiting for an invitation. Yeah, well, I'm giving it to you right now. You want to watch a winner? Boom. Max Verstappen. <laughs> He's your winner. He's going to come through. Barlow is not coming through for you, everybody. Barlow is not going to help us out. Max is. Barlow's not getting that podium. No, he is not. He will be <laughs> trying to get to the podium to watch it. Who was the Russian guy that lasted one season because of uh, controversy? I can't yeah. remember that name. Yeah, that was that was an interesting episode of uh, Drive to Survive for sure. Uh, all I could think about was like the beginning of it was he's just crashing over and over again. I feel like that's Barlow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if this is official, but apparently the FIA uh, approved two new F1 teams. Or at least the slots for two F1 teams. So that would be interesting seeing the field expand. Right. Hmm. Interesting. The rumor. I'm sorry. Uh, so two days ago, and this was at least through Sports Illustrated, uh, FIA was to approve two new team applications. Um, and they've been receiving, they received apparently four applications of interest, including uh, Andretti's Cadillac team. I don't know. I, th- I think adding two more teams would be interesting. God, you're going to make that field even bigger, though. True. <clears throat> Although, if they do that, they, they got to expand points, right? They got 11s. Now I got to get points instead of just t- the first 10. Right. We're at 11 and 12. Adding four, four drivers. My God, all those cars qualifying. Oof. Yeah. Although, if I, I heard that, you know, the current teams do not want anybody else to show up. And I, and I get the why, because there's a lot of money involved. Right, so the and, person spread a little bit thinner. Yeah. Um, just a suggestion, and only because I know that for the fact that they own two teams, what if Red, What if Atari went away? Red Bull only had one team in Formula 1. Now you free up a spot. And Alphatari just became a Formula 2 team. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Red Bull completely owns it, but still, I mean, that's it's you know definitely kind of weird having two Red Bull teams out of out of ten. Yeah. I mean, I guess the money was good enough at the time to take it. So. Oh yeah. Red Bull has money. Hmm. We don't know anything that's about that. Yeah. All right. Uh, with that, it's time for the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. So we'll get to Messi in a moment. The, the, we should talk first about the Women's World Cup. Uh, so that started officially today, I guess. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know the, where the dateline is and all this shit. Um, let's see. So Women's World Cup. Uh, is. So the first two matches are done. The two host nations, New Zealand and Australia, both won their respective matches. New Zealand won nothing over Norway. Australia won nothing over Ireland. Uh, apparently, and I did not know this, FIFA is trying out where when a VAR or decision goes to VAR and the referee actually looks at the monitor, they have to announce to in stadium what their decision is. And the first call actually came in the New Zealand match where the penalty was awarded because of a handball. I have not been able to find a video. I tried only for like a minute or two, but 
Don't we just get it through the ref gesture? He goes, he makes a little rectangle. He goes, hand, points to the spot. Done. I get it. Wave off. Okay, no goal. Right. Well, don't you remember in the Gold Cup where we thought there was a penalty against the United States, but then he was really gesturing that there was a foul right before it? And he pointed, and because he pointed towards the spot, because mm-hmm. you know the foul was in the box, so everybody thought for a second it was actually a penalty kick. Like that kind of a thing, actually, an explanation would be nice. Now, granted, I'm, I, like eighty-five percent of the time, you know what's going on, but right, they're just doing what everyone's doing, like the NFL's been doing for years, and that what baseball is doing with the Empire challenges and putting mics on everybody, just mic them all up. I mean. I wouldn't mind hearing what's going on next to the referee all the time. <laughs> Although they have like the Roy Kent style filter where it's like 90% of the time it's just bleeps. Tell you shit. Tell us how you really feel. Okay. You're a shit manager. There it is. <laughs> all right. Uh, so for the United States, uh, their first game is uh, Friday the 21st against Vietnam. That game is 9 p.m. Eastern time. Their second game is on Wednesday, the 26th, against the Netherlands, also at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Their final group stage match will be on Tuesday, August 1st, at very early 3 a.m. Eastern Time. So I saw something about, I think it was New Jersey, like they're allowing bars to stay open or open earlier or something like that, whatever it is, I guess later. Just stay open later? Yeah. For the World Cup, and I asked the question before it is, are they going to allow people in at 3 a.m.? I don't know. Good. I God. can't imagine people allowing people to be there from like 9, 9 p.m. through 5 a.m. God, no. Just probably drinking the whole time. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. All I know is that the August 1st match I will not be watching live. No, not many of us will be. No. If anyone. Yeah. All right. Um, so, got to talk about the, I don't know, the way that, the white cat in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that was just, I'm sorry. You guys can't see it, obviously, but uh, Truman's cat came in just the perfect time for that analogy. Um, <laughs> Lionel Messi was officially announced for Inter-Miami. Did you see a video of his announcement by any chance? The spectacle at the stadium? I saw that. What do you think of him being introduced as America's number 10? Dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to say Miami's number 10, because at least that makes sense. Also, some reporter, I wish I could remember who it was, said it was the, the biggest, uh, with the biggest signing or announcement in American sports history. According to who? You, buddy? I could probably ask everyone at the place I work, and maybe three of them will know that it happened. I mean, people I work with know I like soccer, and nobody has mentioned Messi to me. Right. I think Brady going to the Bucks was a more important announcement at my job than it will be. Or LeBron going to Miami. Right. I mean, hell, ESPN gave LeBron, like, what, a whole hour to announce he was going to go to Miami? Yeah. For, for what was it? Literally a 30-second announcement. Yep. Hell, I'll say Gretzky to L.A. is bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This is, it's, it's a big, very big move for MLS. Mm-hmm. But 
not the most important signing in American sports history. No, it's not even it's not even as big as David Beckham and David Beckham is is not half the player that Messi is, but everyone knew who David Beckham was outside of the soccer world. Yeah, Messi doesn't have a movie. Right. Everyone in the soccer <laughs> Messi is is one of the greatest players of all time, but that's kind of where it ends. Messi needs his own movie and his own version of uh, Posh Spice or whatever her name was. My my bigger concern is all these moves that are all of a sudden being made by Miami and where the fuck they're getting the roster spots for these things. I know. It's it's absolutely bananas. And and how much behind-the-scenes money are these players getting? Because one of the guys that they reported as a TAM player, I'm like, how the fuck is he ma- is only getting like $1.6 million a year? He's, there's no way he's only getting that much money. I think that's um, Jordy, messy, Jordy Alba. Is that who that is? I think it's who it is, yeah. Yeah, because two players got the DP contracts, and I think he didn't get one. <clears throat> I mean, how much is Apple and Adidas paying these guys? Right, it's got to be a ton. It has to be Because me- Messi's getting like, what, 60, 60 million a year reportedly? Yeah, I think it's 50 to 60 or 40 to 50, something like that. Yeah, and there's no way Miami can actually afford the difference between that and the max salary bonus, or the max salary cap, whatever the number is. Just just in time for the... uh, Leafs Cup? Cup, yeah, for the one thing they might have. Oh, and then they they still have a chance in the Open Cup. Which is not broadcast by MLS. So So you probably won't play the What do you want to bet? Right, so Turner is owned, the ones that own the rights to um, the Open Cup. What do you want to bet that that game magically shows up on TNT or something? Oh, 100%. Why wouldn't they? If they have the opportunity to do it, absolutely. <clears throat> Did you also hear the news about what Apple TV is going to do for the game, for Miami's games for the rest of the year? Oh, God, no. What is it? Okay, hold on. Let me look it up. No. They're going to be in 3D. Okay, and this is f- this is from the MLS website. So, uh, MLS season pass will feature an enhanced production for Inter Miami matches during Leafs Cup, including 18 cameras, steady cam, <laughs> four super slow motion cameras, sky cam, a drone, sideline reporters in Spanish and English, dedicated one-hour pregame show on site with features, interviews, and expert analysis, and a postgame show to wrap things up. I was going to jokingly say drone, and then you actually said drone. <laughs> yeah. I make a joke and say a drone, but nope, it's not a joke. I can't wait till he leaves in a couple of years, and then everyone goes back to not giving a shit about this league. So here's the I don't know if it's just. Oh, no, never mind. It's not just for Leagues Cup. This is for every Inter-Miami match for the rest of the year. Imagine the one time he shows up to Red Bull Arena this year. Because we have to still play Inter Miami, and he doesn't show up, but we're still gonna get the super, super duper production. Oh my god! I'll still I'll still listen to the home radio broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I listen. I get that he's a big deal, and and I am betting that some of these things that are happening are probably stipulations of his deal with Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Right. If Apple TV is paying him, there's no way he's not getting some of this stuff in return. Right. Come the fuck on. At what point did this stop being MLS season pass and become Inter Miami season pass? Right. I mean, like, again, I'll say it again. If Beckham, if this was the Beckham signing, it would have been the same thing with him. 
they get so geared up on on featuring these big name stars and the rest of the league just gets pushed aside. The honestly the better story this year is St. Louis. That's the best story right now. And, and now they're going to now they're going to be a footnote. They will. No one will even talk about them. Inter Miami is going to somehow finish at the bottom of the standings just because they're already they're one they're already there but two they just somehow finished there just because. Yeah. The story will be how how next year Inter Miami will bounce. Correct. And that this and this year was all about Messi acclimating himself to the U.S. Yep. And MLS Cup. Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't care about the MLS Cup if we're not there, but you know the st- I guarantee you, because they're not going to be there, I guarantee you during the pregame coverage for MLS Cup, they're going to somehow work at least half an hour worth of messy content. God, guaranteed. He'll, they'll, they'll pay for him to be there, whatever they have to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, I get it. It's big for the league to have Messi here. But I feel like we haven't moved on from the retirement league tag that we've gotten in the past. Right, because it now it's getting brought up again with all these guys that Inter Miami brought in. Yeah, and especially because of the coverage, right? If 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 they just got regular coverage, like they if, if MLS said, all right, Messi's here, but we're not doing anything special for him. Okay, we'll probably still get retirement league shit, but it wouldn't be as obvious. Right, it doesn't get amplified. Like, they've they've amplified it. Yeah. And the last thing, just because I think it's funny, do you hear Ronaldo, Ronaldo's thoughts? I was just about to say it. I was just <laughs> that obviously the Saudi league's better than MLS. Yeah, because he's getting paid a bajillion dollars. Yeah, clearly, clearly he was, clearly that was a paid tweet that he put out there. Yes. Give me a break. I mean, I get it. You took a lot of money to go to Saudi Arabia. Okay. Beckham took a lot of money to come to MLS. He wasn't putting that anybody else at the time. Right. Messi's not putting anybody else down. He, I mean, Messi's response wasn't even about. Just, he's like, I didn't care about the money. I cared about playing where I wanted to. Right. I don't. I, I guess to a degree this is good because now there's actual talk about the league, but still. Great. It'll be fun for two years. And like I said, then he's gone and it will go back to the way it's always been. The only thing I can hope for is that because MLS season passes on Apple and it's available globally, right? That's right now. I think that's a big benefit for MLS. They kind of lucked out with the first year of season pass plus Messi together Mm -hmm. that if they can do things right and actually grow the league over the next two years. And I, and I mean, on field quality product, right? With, Having these people from around the world now tuning in to watch these games that they wouldn't have before if it wasn't for Messi, honestly. But having them tune in and if we can show quality, maybe we actually start to get more of a global following and more recognition worldwide about what this league can be. And I'm not saying that we're going to be anywhere close to a top five league, but MLS has its place in the world of soccer and it should not be considered near the bottom. Well, again, the only way that's going to happen is if MLS lets teams to buy more players, get rid of this stupid salary cap, and after Messi leaves, teams actually be able to sign other quality players or keep quality players to bring to keep the attention on the league. Because if if they don't and these guys are gone, then that's it. Then I, those subscriptions are going to plummet. Although the downside of that is they they just let loose the salary cap, like 
Red Bulls would probably start spending money because they didn't see value, right? It's like, hey, if we can, if we spend money here, we may actually get a return on it. Right. New York City would spend money. LAFC would obviously spend money. Galaxy would probably spend money. Seattle. Um, but like Houston, Dallas, KC, yeah, uh, Columbus. I'm 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 just throwing random names out there that I think are relatively would have low money numbers. I'm not saying that they would. Uh, Chicago, New England, like I risk is that you go from a, a league with relative parity that anybody can win in any year to it now being all right, here's your top six to eight, and then everybody else is just there. And when you don't have relegation in that point of view, then it becomes a well, why the fuck are we here halfway through the year? And listen, baseball's been doing it for ages and they're doing okay. Base, oh well. Okay, they, but they don't have that as much competition globally like MLS does. Right. I mean, they got what Japan and Korea really? No, no, you got um, South America and then the islands and. I thought those were mostly. Um, they love baseball. No, no, I, I I know they love baseball, but I mean, I thought I'm talking about in terms of like competition for eyeballs. Like nobody's really turning off major league baseball to go watch Caribbean baseball, oh. unless they live down there, kind of thing. Right. Right. So maybe not completely let pe- teams let loose on the money, but at least expand the salary cap. Right. I think the only real problem is that we're not going to see a lot of the Apple TV money. No. Uh, you know it's going to see that? Apple TV and Messi. That's what's yes. Yeah. I mean, Messi signed an agreement where he gets his per- certain cut itself. Right. Good for him. Hey, I mean, if you're in that player position and somebody's going to offer you a cut of TV revenue – I don't blame them. No. All right. Yeah, let's not mess around. All right. Is there anything else uh, for Dublin Ground? No. Okay. Uh, So here is where we would have Pat's betting corner. You guys didn't hear or register it. The bet stamp ad was not the beginning of the show. Um, We are currently out of contract with them, and we are not sure if we're – re-upping with them so for right now we're not going to do anything else just makes sense we're out of contract um so no betting corner for now so that means we're now on to the last segment of the show truman's terrible team of the week that's terrible easy easy choice jay do you think you know who it is easy choice. <sighs> i'm gonna say the red bulls but i know it's wrong you are very wrong what happened last night Oh, god damn. Do we, do we even count them as a team, really? Yeah, because it's stupid. It's another stupid all-star game playing a, a stupid European team. I hate it. It's so dumb. It doesn't put any more eyes in the sport, and all it does is you just get embarrassed. It's so, I, it's so dumb. 5 nothing lost to Arsenal. I didn't even watch it because I don't, I don't care. I didn't either. I don't. It's just a friendly match. It's... I, it does nothing for Major League Soccer. Absolutely nothing. You can't tell me an MLS versus Liga All-Star game right before League's Cup. What If you want League's Cup to be successful, why wouldn't an All-Star game right before it, featuring the two leagues, be yeah. something that you would do? Yep. I mean, maybe they couldn't schedule it, but I mean, any, anything besides a stupid playing some European team. It, it's <laughs> It's so dated. Or if you're, or, or and I'll do this. Instead of it being a 
an all-star game for MLS, put it towards the end of the League's Cup and call it a League's Cup all-star tournament, and then make it a fan vote for the two leagues, right? MLS versus La Liga still, or Liga MX. Mm-hmm. But use only the League's Cup matches as your qualifying. I mean, teams, obviously fan votes wouldn't stop there, but point is, let the fans vote on both sides, it, almost like a Pro Bowl. Wouldn't that be kind of more interesting than what we had last night? Anything could be more interesting. Well, than true. Night. Anything. New, New York Red Bulls 2 versus Chelsea was more interesting. Yes. <sighs> anyway, let's move on. Wait, wait, Wayne Rooney was asked about what value he got out of coaching that game. He said none, and I don't blame him because <laughs> how the fuck do you coach that? I know. And why is he even coaching? It's so stupid. The only, the only reason he's coaching is because it was held in D.C. It's just dumb. Yeah. I didn't watch the skills challenge, but I imagine that was more entertaining than the actual All-Star oh, game. Probably. All right. With that, let's wrap it up. Uh, you can visit us at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. $1 a month gets you exclusive content, such as monthly wrap-ups, live post games, anything we decide to do. You can email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. On Twitter, at Red Bull Rant for the show, at Dr. Studio. You can also get us on Instagram, at Red Bull Rant on mastodon which and i haven't posted on either of these really so i'm sorry um at red bull rant at mstdn.social you want to subscribe to the podcast itunes stitcher radio music youtube soundcloud spotify pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast last words before we get out of here i hope the red bulls win for the 335 fans that'll be at that game Saturday night. I don't only say we were out, we were into a break sooner. <laughs> Can't wait for the break. Yep. All right. So for Truman and myself, this has been episode 438 of the Red Bull rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. I would say go Red Bulls, just, but just don't get hurt. And don't embarrass us. Goodbye. <laughs>